Okay, sir. Are you ready for the one and only tagline for this movie? I am ready. Okay. <laughs> it's a doozy. When the going gets tough, the tough go flying. <laughs> it doesn't even like it does it applies to the movie but it does not apply to what the poster would be or how to sell this movie whatsoever i mean the name of the movie does not make you go oh oh there's going to be flying at all this is the worst movie of 1985 <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that should have been the t- <laughs> maybe of the 80s 85 it wins when the tough gets going make this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh yeah so that's the one and only tagline we got but we do have some other things in this movie we have two food fight scenes one pie fight two scenes of sexual harassment two scenes with uh a flying dirt bike multiple scenes with a anthropomorphic dirt bike that seems to have emotions but we don't know exactly what it is an umpire from the little league that is paid off uh by a banker yep a um police department that is also owned uh by by the banking institution <laughs> uh, for, for i don't know what reason more police codes than i've ever heard in one movie at one time a hot dog stand uh that, that becomes uh, a bank uh, that is going to be torn down, but then saved, <laughs> then torn down, then saved, then torn down again. And uh, one star from The Christmas Story. Uh, with no budget to report and no gross to report, but a 60% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes with over 1,300 people reviewing this movie. It also has a 5.5 on IMDb. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 1985's The Dirt Bike Kid. Let's drop some bombs. Sucker was kind of gizmo. I did you a favor, Trash. Call me evil. Garbage day! Huh? No! Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Unfortunately, Jarrett is not with us today. He got the week off, uh, that lucky bastard. So joining me in the studio today is jordan hadfield jordan hadfield um is my longtime best friend longtime listener um i'm really excited to have him on the show today like this has been something that we've kind of wanted to do for a long time i mean we've we've talked about actually possibly doing a show of our own many times and it's just a really fortunate opportunity for us to even be on the same coast and to do this today so this blame him this was his pick (laughs) Yes, and I, I apologize to myself. Earlier. I apologize to myself, my kids, everybody that had to sit through this, my I wife. Regret it all. Um, Which a, is really funny because what a disaster of a movie. <laughs> okay, so we actually um, we normally me and Jared watch a movie like separately. And then we'll come together and talk about it. Well, we kind of 
and you know I only had a couple of hours to get together and be like let's watch this at the same time and let's so this became an entire family affair <laughs> and you could tell like your kids uh, uh, what would you say their perspective of it was um because this is a kid's movie it, it definitely is a kid's movie i i think that they are connoisseurs of uh youtube kids of the ipad and of netflix and, and amazon video um so for them to see this we don't we did just watch a bunch of you, know, you always watch a bunch of '80s movies sure. around the holidays. Yeah, so I think Gremlins, uh, Die Hard. Uh, they have not watched those. <laughs> yeah, um, my yeah. son's been, been nagging <laughs> me to watch Gremlins, but they did. Has just he really? Watch. He he does. He wants to see them. Um, they did just finish the other day, Christmas Vacation. Ooh, and they, okay. Never seen that so you before. just you just went right from that because <laughs> he, he doesn't he is, drop an M, a, MF in that movie? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. They yeah. are six and four years old, so we're not <laughs> the best parents. No, um, <laughs> but they were going to see it sometime sure. anyway. Um, and it's just such a classic movie. Um, so they watch that. We watch like Rudolph. Mm -hmm. We watch the other uh, sort of sort of movies that are quintessential to the '80s. And sure. So they have not seen though a lot of. Just regular kind of this kind of had like a Sandlot feel to it, except for Sandlot was good. Yeah, was <laughs> that a Sandlot feel if it was terrible? Yeah, but in terms of like boy kind of same age and small neighborhood with lots of like community like community members. Yeah, small town community that kind of rallies together, but you right. don't know who they are at all. But Sandlot had a great plot, whereas this movie is complete garbage. This movie has no plot. That I mean, well, it does have a plot, but it doesn't seem to hold true to it or even try to make you like understand what the plot device is that makes this all come together, which is the bike. It's, it's very uh, um, disconnected. And yes. one of the things I, I did want to ask you, Maybe yep. I should have asked you before the show is that I love when 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 uh, you and Jarrett do like a quick rundown yeah. of what the movie is. Just okay, to kind of like set it up of like, hey, here's the movie in a nutshell. Okay, could you do that, or should I do that? Um, or... well, I mean, you're asking me to do it, so yeah, I'll try I, to do I it. I want you to do it. Okay, <laughs> and I want you to do it quickly. Like I want to time you. Okay, a, qu a qu you want you want a quick rundown. I want. A disaster of 30 seconds. Whoa. I'll give you a minute. That's a challenge. Okay, that's a challenge. You, I'll, I'll, I'll take minute. that challenge. I'll give you one minute. I want you to describe what this movie is about, like plot line All everything. Right. And if, if, if nobody actually wants spoilers and they want to see it, you can actually see this movie right now on YouTube. Just look up The Dirt Bike Kid, and there is one in HD. Look up the HD one. Yes, don't look up for the for the standard definition because it's not standard. It's shit It definition. is the actual VHS copy that somebody uploaded. Yes. So this is you, you're going to challenge me with this. Yes, sir. Okay. Are you are you ready? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. You're okay. Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. One minute. Mm-hmm. And go. So there's this kid named Jack, and Jack has a mother that's kind of a single mom, and they're living on their own, and Jack's kind of downtrodden. So Jack goes to this dirt bike race, and he sees the dirt bike, and he winds up uh, bartering with a boy for it. Uh, he gets the dirt bike home, cleans it up, and the dirt bike comes alive. Who knows why? After that, the dirt bike uh, takes him on an adventure through the city. Cops are chasing him. Uh, bikers are chasing him, and then he runs into a 
baseball game in which he's playing in, and then that baseball game is also the owner, Mike, of this hot dog stand, and Mike is also going to be um, foreclosed on by this bank, Hodgkin's Bank, and then uh, the bike saves the day by having them find out that Hodgkin's is a foreclosing, and it is a conflict of interest, and then after that, the bike goes on a chase uh, with the Hodgkin's manager and saves the day because they blackmail That's him. It. I, I, I kind of got it. You, you kind of got it. And the scary thing about that is like you left out like 70% of the movie. Because, be, because, because <laughs> there's, so much. there's so many different random plot lines going on. There's so much. And one of the best, and you only see this character in the beginning of the film and the end of the film. Mr. Miyagi? The Mr. Miyagi character, <laughs> which is like this old creeper, like Pedo, who like comes, who's, who's at this uh, motocross mm-hmm. bike racing rally for whatever reason. And when this kid, uh, what's his name, Jack? Jack. Jack is standing there. And he sees this other kid, Max, like who does not race well on this bike. No. The bike is like sabotaging his race. For some reason, as if like, okay, all right. First, we need to, what is the bike? What is it? It's, it's like, is it an alien? It's like a magic carpet. Okay. That's what I kind of came to the conclusion. Well, because it flies. (laughs) Well, it, because it flies, Mm -hmm. it has a mind of its own. Okay. But not be nothing beyond that. Like Mm. it serves a purpose. Whereas like. Uh, you know, it the, has it has feelings, right? But the magic carpet in like Aladdin, like this, right. like Disney's Aladdin, yeah, yeah. It it doesn't. Um, I can't see them making a movie of itself, like in the in the future. Like I don't see him making a movie like where he has a magic the carpet, carpet family, <laughs> magic carpet family, and he goes to work. With well, his I think briefcase. I think carpet kid would be a derogatory term. So so yeah, they, 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 it doesn't like it. Just ha- has a purpose to serve Aladdin. Sure, so this bike is put on planet Earth to serve young children uh-huh. who don't have real life problems they just have weird problems they have self-esteem problems no nope, not i don't think this kid had self-esteem problems. No. like he had friends yeah he did he was on the baseball his friend but his friends are perverts but like, bo, bo is a straight up pervert so in one this of movie. the other taglines that john should have mentioned yeah is my favorite is it is true what they say wait there, there was is, more than one there is more bounce to the ounce Oh, that was what Bo said. In the okay. beginning yeah. of the film, uh, like the very beginning of the film. The okay, first well, let, let's let's start it off. Uh, so, so we are established that Jack is uh, watching television at home while his mother's like, "Get off the television!" Oh, yeah. Right, and uh, she's burning. She's like, oh, "Your bacon's gonna be ready," <laughs> and and she's burning bacon in the kitchen. And then instead of like the fire, no, the, the smoke detector. The phone rings. That's right. The phone rings. She and, asks Jack to get it. <laughs> right. And and because she answers the phone, she lets the bacon burn. And then the smoke detector goes off. And instead of attending to the smoke detector, she goes into the kitchen where you'd think she puts out the, the fire. Nope. Grabs scissors and then runs to the television and cuts the electrical cord of the television? If you don't want to show up, I'm not going to let you watch the TV. No one's going to watch the TV. Well, Mom, nobody's going to watch the TV because the house is on fire. <laughs> but, but like, think about it. In 1985, a TV set is not something like today where, like, you go on Craigslist and for free, you're oh, like, yeah. oh, there's a million TVs for free. No. No, 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 no. This was one of those old wooden zenith televisions. Like you actually like spend more money for the woodwork. 
than, right. than the actual right. television. And she just destroyed it. Cut the cord. No one's fixing that. I mean, well, I can fix it, but yeah, you can go to Radio Shack <laughs> and pay someone six thousand dollars in nineteen eighty five to fix it. No, it's literally positive and negative. But she doesn't know that. She doesn't. She can't no. bake. She can't cook bacon. Yeah. <laughs> And talk on the there phone. There was a major fire going on. So then, because of her irresponsible son, which mm-hmm. she, which made her cut the TV cord, right. the person on the phone was actually offering her a job interview. Oh, that's why she was like focused on it, right? So, which that's a whole side plot. It is, is that mom needs a job throughout this whole movie. She doesn't get a Dad's job. Dad's not around. Is Dad dead? I don't know. Yeah, we don't because know. they do mention one time is like your father used to say. Yeah, I don't know if he just. So left she's not talking town. negatively about him. Yeah, I have no idea. Might be dead, but they're in a really nice house. That would they were a really nice house, and they've got like a full, a fully supplied or fully. Uh, um, the, they got a full the garage. garage. They got a yeah. full garage of tools and yeah. everything else. A full mechanics full garage in which yeah. he's able to fix up a bike. Fully stocked everything. Oh, yeah. and he had everything he needed. So, uh, he goes same, to the dirt bike same, race. Same, no, in that same scene, uh-huh. let's not forget that she gives him fifty dollars. Mm. She's like, "Hey, kid, you're not responsible. Yeah. You don't listen to me." But I'm going to change my mood in a, in a second and say, "Here's fifty bucks, and here's a grocery right? list. Can you go do this for me?" Yeah. And so he leaves with $50. He leaves with $50. On his bicycle. Mind you, and I said it uh, during the watching of it, is that this movie is basically like the first part of Jack and the Beanstalk, where it's like mom sends Jack, and his name's Jack! Holy shit! This is Jack and and the Bike Stalk. (laughs) Yes! Because, okay, she sends him, she gives him 50 bucks to go to the market, and instead he comes home with this magical bike, just like the magical beans that's going to change their life forever. So he leaves his house. And that's where the similarities end. (laughs) On his bicycle, and he goes to this motocross bike race with kids. Uh, and they're like all young adults mm-hmm. that are doing it. Like, like teens. Right. And so this is where you're introduced to his uh, short round knockoff, which is Bo. Bo. <laughs> and uh, short round slash like... Um, I don't know what his nationality was knows? really. <laughs> who knows? But he seems like he's in a like uh, weekend at Bernie's uh, on yes! the beach with sunglasses, <laughs> a sunglass holder around his neck. And yes. The first introduction to him is you see him staring off in the distance while Jack is watching the bikers and saying, isn't this great? And Bo says, yeah, the scenery is great. And he's looking at this. Yeah, he's not like he's... this adult female woman bouncing up and down who's who's has a large chest. And that's when he says the tagline. It is true what they say. There is more bounce to the ounce. Yes. No, it's ridiculous. It's um, I mean, he's he's literally he is that like 80s pervert, but he's not old enough really to like i guess he would be but it's so out of place in this movie well i think we have to understand too in 1985 in the 80s like being uh harvey weinstein matt lauer is completely acceptable and it's funny and this movie like is really timely in terms of like there is so much rapey creepiness okay okay well i i was gonna save it but yeah no the whole movie mr hodgkins is basically playing the heart the weinstein playbook like the whole movie yes oh my god he he goes from he goes from uh hitting on the mom like popping champagne in his office during a job interview yes and like like crawling across the couch to her right and basically basically saying like if you want a job Let's, you know, like, talk over dinner is what he says. Let's not forget the time when a woman was trying to escape his home, <laughs> and he called 
his boxer, his rabid boxer dog that scared her back into the room and he said, good boy. And then, and then she proceeded to bash the window out to escape. With a bottle of wine. With a bottle of wine. Broke the whole window. Meanwhile, he's at the other end of the door petting it, being like, my Cherie, I'm coming for you. And then goes in and goes, that's the second one today. Just a disaster. And then goes, I should get bars. Let's go back this, to... <laughs> let's go back to... This the, is the kind of movie we're talking about here. So they're at the motocross race. Yeah. And um, after this bounce to the ounce comment, mm-hmm. we see this kid, Max, who's yeah. racing on this red bike, which is the bike, the, the dirt bike uh, of the movie. Right. And it just... It shuts down. It's on going him out of control. The race. It goes out of control. It makes him lose, and he just kind of beats the shit out of yeah. the bike. He's kicking it, whatever. And at some point, uh, young Jack says out loud, "Like I'd love a bike like that." Right. And out comes magically, Mister Miyagi, Mister Creeper from behind the tree. I don't like. He just comes out of nowhere. He comes out of nowhere, like um, like that guy in um oh geez what is it the the uh sarah michelle geller movie where she's like making magic like with with her recipes what is that movie with the crab on the shelf uh, what is um that? yeah but there's a guy that comes at the beginning of that movie and the end of that movie very much Cruel like intentions. him no not <laughs> 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 scooby-doo is it no. um i think it's uh, urban legend i or, no, know it's i know what you did, did last, last summer <laughs> That's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm, Sarah Michelle's in that too, right? Damn it. I, I should I should know this. So anyway, he shows up, mm-hmm. Mr. Creeper, and he says that, um, well, maybe the bike isn't working because it takes a special kind of kid right. to ride that bike. Mm-hmm. And he so says, basically, maybe I should buy it back. He says, maybe I should buy it back. He does? He does. Oh. Because I was like, so this guy owned the bike before? I'm obviously... Oh, that's right. You mean Miyagi said it. Yeah, Miyagi said it. And then he he just vanishes. Yeah. You don't see him again for the rest of the movie until the end. Yeah, is he selling it to people? So Jack goes up to the kid. He's like, don't beat the bike up. Right. The the kid, Max, is like, it's a bike, you loser. Like, it's not some animal. But Max is kind of schizophrenic. Because at first he's like beating the bike, right? And you're right. What they said, what he said here happens throughout this whole movie is that they treat this bike like it is an animal. Right. They, well, like it's a person. They personify the whole bike. I mean, the whole movie. And nobody seems to question it. Well, right. So, like, you <laughs> see, like, this bike is is alive. Well, you, yeah, you see that no in the one next else scene. In the movie but recognizes that. Or, or they do, and they are not questioning it, though. It's like having a ghost kiss you on your mouth, and you're like, mm, that was the wind. Like, <laughs> no, like, what? That's exactly what it's like. No, I, it's, I okay, it's... so, so in, I'm like, the wind, I don't know. <laughs> Is that a bad analogy? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. it's horrible. No. <laughs> it's like. It's like the wind. It's like, I don't no, know. No, it's, it's literally like, it's, it's, it's like saying like. Um, this thing that isn't supposed to be real is real. Let's move on. Like it, it that's what they're doing. They're they're yeah okay yeah. It, it it's it's looking at it and going that's normal. <laughs> like yeah. nobody questions it, as if bikes are always alive and they fly. Yes, 
Yes. Nobody's like the and most people go is whoa. How old is Max? Is he in middle school? I mean, not Max, Jack. He's like middle school. Yeah, and automatically out of nowhere, he knows how to ride a dirt bike. He's a computer he's, wizard. He's, he's a mechanic. A, he's popping a wheelie. <laughs> he knows how to fix bikes. Like no, I assume this is all the bike. Okay, but no, he knows how to fix the bike. He knows how to he fix knows it. The computer stuff. Right. He can hack into bank. But accounts. I don't think his bike skills. I think that's the bike. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay, I'm we'll gonna say, say bike we'll say on that. that. The let's... bike can fly. I'm pretty sure it's the bike. Maybe the lesson <laughs> here is that, like, he had these other talents. Like, he could be making a lot of money with his computer skills and with his mechanics. I know skills. because apparently you can just give people money at the bank. Yes, <laughs> just put in a few ones and zeros. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's the bank is as easily hackable as a middle schooler being able to get into it and just type a couple ones and zeros. So pretty much, I mean, we really didn't have to explain much because pretty much no. from the moment that he buys this bike from this kid Max for fifty dollars, which was the money that his mother gave him to go mm-hmm. to the grocery store, and his BMX bike. Yeah. His, like, regular yeah, bike. Yeah, that was part of the barter situation. So he shows up at his mom's house with his bike that's covered in mud, all kind of beat up, mm-hmm. and no groceries. No. It's just like, what's going on? He's like, I really wanted this bike. Yeah. And that's and then, like, he has this bike, and he does magical things with the rest of the movie. Like, that is the movie. <laughs> that's it. Until, like, halfway through the movie, we get this other plot. Right. So, so basically... That night, when his mom's like, no, you're grounded, right? He goes downstairs and cleans up the bike. And this is well, where... Oh, he, he goes to bed. Mm-hmm. And then, like, seven times throughout the movie, he jumps out of his window <laughs> and sneaks down the, was it, trellis. Oh, like uh, the to, beanstalk? Yes, the beanstalk, <laughs> to go to the garage. Yeah. And his mom's listening to some Marvin Gaye garbage right. 1985 music. Yeah. And Mar- not Marvin not, Gaye. It's not, he's not garbage. Like not accurate. I'm just saying, she listens to something like Never romance. gonna give you up. That's not Marvin Gaye. No, I know, because Marvin Gaye was wrong. It's not 1980s. Not I'm garbage. doing Rick Astley. That's not garbage. I know it's not. Marvin Jeez. Gaye's not garbage. I'm doing Rick Astley. Because <laughs> Rick Astley would make sense in that. But she's listening to really soft music. Oh, no, she wouldn't, or she'd hear the dirt bike. It's got to well, be something. Well, no, it's really soft because you heard it, but it's just a disaster of a plot movie. Oh. So, so he, <laughs> sneaks totally out the gar- he sneaks out of the garage to, like... I'm going to fix this bike. Yeah. And then, so he starts cleaning it up. He's got the rags. And as he cleans, the fenders grow like erections. Yeah. So like, they're like, the first time, the first time he wipes it down with water. Yeah. It droops. Uh-huh. It's like, and he, th- there's nothing okay. said. This is like a scene where it's like, I felt like I was watching Castaway for five minutes because there's, there's no commentary. There's no talking. He doesn't, he's not like, Whoa! He's like, I'm just gonna watch this, watch this bike, and it's alive, right? And I'm not shocked. And, and okay, so he seems to be some master mechanic because in this montage, not only is he wiping the bike, but he pulls out a set of double headlights to install onto the handlebars, right? To give the bike headlights. Now, to give it eyes. Yeah, basically to eyes because these headlights move and they blink and and they are to show emotion that the bike will have for its feelings. Are we to believe that the bike was blind prior to this? Yes. That's why I was so pissed off. Because Max was kicking it around. It's like, I can't see anything. I don't know where I'm going. I can't make magic. Johnny Five. Ben. I need input. Johnny Five. 
you're the, the bulk. very mad not very bad boy you need to be a special kid <laughs> it's it's just as racist now when we do it as it was when fisher stevens did it uh, back then it wasn't back then it was accepted right so fisher stevens has apologized for that he, role <laughs> he fixes this bike up and it's beautiful yeah and it, all essentially all he does though is he wipes mud off of it yeah and now it's beautiful right and he goes on his first joy have you ever seen christine yes it's basically a Christine type thing it too, is without right? the bike being as creepy, without the bike being a murderous. Because yes. the bike kind of is like the bike is not in love with anyone. No, the bike doesn't even love this kid. The bike's like, I am going to uh, utilize you to do what I want to do, and if you don't want to do it, then like <laughs> I'm gonna, you're off. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna throw you off. I'm gonna rape ride the, you. The bike, <laughs> the bike has this ability to flip its seat <laughs> up and toss humans off of the through bike. Through the air. Through the air, like 100 feet in the yeah, air. absolutely. And it does it multiple times throughout the movie. So he goes on joy rides. And then one thing I want to mention too is that throughout this movie, um, we, someone, uh, some parent or some association complained mm-hmm. about uh, rider safety at some point because every single time that this kid Jack oh are you, are you doing gets, the helmet thing gets on the bike he takes his glasses off mm-hmm. he hands them to somebody or he keeps them in his hand <laughs> most of the time he hands them to somebody puts the helmet on and then puts the glasses mind on. you they're the same glasses that he wore in Christmas Story it I think looks, they were prescription <laughs> I think they were so maybe he couldn't literally see it all yeah. when he didn't have them on <laughs> oh what but anytime somebody's riding the bike it's definitely an older teenager body oh yeah oh for sure yeah, nobody did their own stunts in this movie no <laughs> so he goes in this joy ride mm-hmm. and part of the joy ride I think in the first one he starts flying on the bike just out of nowhere no he okay so this is what happens he goes on the joy ride he's like whoa like the bike's out of control he winds up like speeding through a construction zone and there's a police officer there that's right then oh, the, the stereotypical Dudley police do right police officer every stereotype of a police officer cause there's only two police officers in this town there's mustache and chief and the chief and the chief is <laughs> the actually, chief is also the dispatcher <laughs> the chief is the dispatcher the dispatch is done from the chief's desk Right. But and, since there's only one police officer, and there's like, police officer just talking the, back and forth. He's got the patrol car. He doesn't say what's going on. He only uses police code, which is completely incorrect. Oh, absolutely. He's always like, oh, we got a 79, 43, uh, 46, 45, uh, 43, 74, 82. Uh, that's what we got going on right now. We got a, a 74, uh, 67, 88. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a mixture of. Like radio codes, we don't even know if uh, you would know actually if they were actually accurate. <laughs> the, the the codes, yeah, this it's just a disaster that he's just it's Dudley do right. Yeah, I mean it's blah, 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 blah. and so he's chasing after this kid. All of a sudden, the kid uh, takes a dirt bike, it drives up a like escape uh, with an emergency escape like a ladder, yeah, scaffolding, like, yeah, and. The cop like looks just up like plows right, right into, into a, wall. a wall, like dead, just straight into the wall, right, and then proceeds to like do more codes, and the the uh, the chief is like basically. Are you on drugs again? He's like, nah, I haven't done drugs since in high school, right? And you're like, what is this movie? <laughs> you're like, I'm waiting for the laugh track from the audience right. to go off. Yep. So the kid escapes that. Right. And he ends up in a park. In a park. And all of a sudden, you see like all these real motorcycles show up. Right. You're like, what is this? And it's a biker gang. And they're bullying a middle school student. And they're like, for no reason. Nice bike, kid. Yeah. 
and then they make they get off of his bike and they get onto the dirt bike. What was that guy's right? name? Um, it's Big Slime. Yeah. Is that it? Big Slime. Big Slime. <laughs> big Slime. Big Slime. Uh, and so he is a big slime. I'm pretty sure it's Big Slime. Yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. Slime. big Slime. Yeah. So Big Slime is this huge fat biker guy. Yep. And he gets on the bike. Like I'm gonna show you how to ride. Here's this. a problem. The bike. We have to refer to it as just the bike. Because it doesn't have a name. It doesn't have a name for something that basically is like Johnny Five or the robot from Space Camp. Or like it, it has these kind of personifications to it, yet doesn't have a name, does never speaks. And so all we have to – so when we say the bike, we're talking about a main character in this movie that has no name. Yes. So he gets on this bike. And he thinks he's going to, I don't know what he thinks he's going to do. Like, I don't know. I'm going to ride this around and I'm going to give it back to you and teach you a lesson, boy. I, I, I just don't know. So he gets on the bike and the bike. I think they just assume to steal it. Has a mind on its own, mind yeah. of its own. And it just takes him up these stairs, like these bumpy stairs, and then down these bumpy stairs. Every single person who has to basically do a stunt on this bike is trying so hard to make it look like the bike is alive and is doing a horrible job. <laughs> like He's like, whoa, whoa. And it's like, you just look like you're a horrible rider more than it's alive. It's awful. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, it winds up using its ejector seat and throws him off. To throw this like 350 pound, right. 400 pound guy off. And then Jack gets on. Jumps on. Yep. And rides off. And they are chasing after him, so the bike decides it's time to uh, use its flying power. And he just flies into the night. Okay, but he doesn't fly directly into the night. It's diagonally this is a movie. <laughs> All flying will be done diagonally in this movie. He actually at all times is moving diagonally from one corner of the screen to the other corner of the screen. Either it's up to down or down to up or left to right like it doesn't matter as long as it's in a northeast northwest position in the screen like it's always moving that way diagonally yeah. it's it's a nightmare yeah so he's flying around on yep. this bike oh um, the, the 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 scenes the also the flying it, it it it's like the worst green screen like on 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 stock footage of a city yes like <laughs> The night sky. It's like someone, they're like, oh, we just want the helicopter video. Yeah. Can you play that in the background? Yeah. 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 Do we have any more? No. no. Uh, we'll just keep looping it. It's cool. So he lands back at home. Like, actually, literally land. Like, he lands in the garage. The garage. Jumps off. Mm -hmm. uh, climbs up to bed. Yep. Lays down. Yep. Mom comes in Ferris Bueller style because she hears the sound. Yep. Outside. Yep. She hears the sound outside in the garage, and he's already up in the bed, Ferris Bueller style, uh, laying in bed. She kisses him on the head and leaves the room. Yeah. And that's it. She wakes up the next morning, sees that uh, the bike is, uh, is still there, like she thought, and proceeds to go, I'm going to sell this bike. So she then wrestles with the bike because the bike is fighting back. Which she doesn't recognize that this bike's alive. Right. This is, this is the, the bike is turned off. Right. And it is driving away from her. As she's trying to hold it. It is it is revving the other way, and she's fighting with it. And then she's, like, fighting with the handlebars as she's trying to put it into the back of her station wagon. And Which nobody lift, because she just picks oh, it up and puts it in the back of her station She lifts, bro. You don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing. Like, she's not recognizing it. Nobody actually recognizes it. To the point 
which we'll get to of when they lock it up. Okay, that's that's the icing on the cake of this entire movie, I think, for me. Um, so, so at some point when she ends up giving him the bike. No, no, she takes the bike. She takes the bike. And she sells it mm-hmm. to this bike shop. We don't know for how much. No. And then the bike, after she leaves the bike shop, sneaks out of the bike shop. It just, it immediately, after she's like, okay, bye, seem like it hasn't cut away. And the bike's just like, peace out. And so it goes to the Little League, it goes to all places, the Little League baseball game, where Jack is with his team about right. to play. And there's two teams. There's Jack's team. Right. And Which is um, is Mike's dogs. Mike's hot dogs. Mike's hot dogs. Uh, team. Right. And then there's the bank team. Which, which is, is Hodgkin's, Hodgkin's bank. bank. And their team is great. And the Mike's hot dog team is not supposedly right. not great. Mike... But, but or, I mean, I know that uh, stores sponsor teams, but are they actually the teams? Right, because on the, on the jerseys... <laughs> Of the Hodgkins Bank teams. It's not their names. It's like 24-7 ATM. <laughs> it's just more advertisement. On the like back of their names. On the back of their names. Loans, get the fuck off of first base! Five, five, five percent <laughs> interest. Well, 1985, no, 10% interest or oh. whatever. <laughs> so uh, the coach of the Hodgkins Bank. Loan steals first. Loan steals second. Is an attractive secretary of the Hodgkins Bank CEO. Yes. And she's very kind-hearted. And Her nice. name is Mindy? Uh, is that right? No, is that Mindy? Maisie. Miss Maisie. Miss Maisie. Yes. Um, Miss Maisie, who goes from secretary to like horny housewife in a matter of 30 minutes. It might have been like an hour. Who knows? <laughs> so, And then there's Mike, who Mike, uh, something's off with him. He just seems kind of downtrodden, and he can't get the. When He's the tough like Mister Belding from Saved by the Bell. He just doesn't get sayings. <laughs> He's just like fool me once, can't can't be fooled again. And but his team, the kids love him. Yes, uh, probably for... because he just lets them have a food fight every time they're. That's at his why. Store. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the man, like, okay, okay. Here's the subplot of this movie. Here's like the actual driving subplot: is this man Mike, right? He owns a hot dog stand, right? The bank, which is Hodgkin's Bank, is going to foreclose on his business. Yes. Why? Maybe because he sells hot dogs at 75 cents and lets hundreds of children have food fights on a daily basis. Just completely destroy his restaurant every, <laughs> every single day. day. So, so the kid, Jack, gets up to bat. And he gets up to bat, and of course, he takes two swings, two strikes. He's about to strike out for his team. The bike is watching all this, by the, the well, way. The bike shows up, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Jack realizes the bike shows up. Yeah. The first two strikes, he didn't know the bike was there. This is my like thing about confidence, like additional confidence. Okay, okay. yeah, I, I can see that. So the yeah. bike, he sees the bike, and of course, he's going to hit a home run. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. boom, cranks the ball. He rounds first. Helmet comes off, round in second base, going to third base. The ball's coming to the shortstop. The coach is saying, throw it home. He throws it home, and Jack slides in, and you believe this kid is safe. Incorrect. Oh, yeah. The umpire calls him out. Why does the umpire call him out? Oh, because Mr. Hodgkins, the owner of the bank, is also has a mortgage on the umpire's home. (laughs) He basically holds the mortgage to every person in the town. Yeah, and this was happens when there's small towns and there's monopolies. This is why we break up monopolies because when the CEO of the bank is like yeah, I'm going to take your... You this, can't just do okay, that. You can't so, just take someone's mortgage away. This is this is my... Okay, this is my assumption on how this movie got made. Okay, there was... The writer of this movie 
literally had a hot dog stand <laughs> and then got foreclosed on by a, a big town bank, uh, by a small town bank, and then was just, I'm going to show them and wrote this dirt bike kid masterpiece. <laughs> so, but, but the CEO of this bank yeah. is a stereotypical like Scrooge McDuck, Scrooge McDuck, like, overweight, up, creepy, three-piece suit mm-hmm. with the belly chain, comes asshole to everybody around comes him. Comes in the servants. limo, comes in the limo, has a cane. Yep, has a cane. Um, slicked hair. His his parted. butler keeps preparing him different hats to wear, in which then he smacks away, which like for no reason. One's a cowboy hat. One time <laughs> you're like, what? Darkwing Duck? Like, what is going on? So he's at the game. Yeah, and. Then after the game, we go to the kids being at the hot dog. Right. They're having their food fight. (laughs) And then Mike finally comes out and tells Maisie, the other coach of the team, because they're they're friendly. Yeah, they're friendly. I'm being foreclosed on. Right. And my life sucks. And Maisie is, is literally in that last scene with the umpire, like, basically knows that there was cheating and it's like i can't it's my hodgkins is my boss i can't do anything she is the ceo's secretary right so which is i mean everything about this is like too convenient and too weird in this movie too where you're just like is that how it would go like and also who are these hodgkins team kids like where are they from they're the wealthy side of town (laughs) i I don't know that's what it it looks like they're from riverside bad news bears yeah the wealthy kids right like just, so, <laughs> okay. So they go to the hot dog stand. There's that discussion where, like, okay, I'm losing my business. Right. Uh, the next thing you see is uh, the kid. Well, he he rides off on his bike because he the kid Jack is like, we gotta save this this hot dog place. No, when you're out, you're out. Because <laughs> no, that's how it works. <laughs> we gotta save him. And so he rides off on his bike, and everyone once again is like looking around, like, oh, this kid just got this dirt bike, and now he's doing acrobatic stunts, and they don't. Nope. They, they're a little shocked, but they're like, "Ah, eh, we'll go about a regular day." He shows up at home. His mom is like, "We got to take this bike back." Right. But he explains um, that he so Jack then takes the bike. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Back to yeah. the bike shop because because he wants what's to be the honest. Mom say? What's the mom say? The mom says, "What are you on dope?" <laughs> that, that's one of them. But no, the, what what I what I was referencing is the the whole like you gotta um you gotta go by the rules or something. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no, that's you, later, you gotta, right? You, no, no, no. That, that's the same time. You, you have to, because he's like, Mom, I've got to, uh, we got to, um, we got to do something about the foreclosure. And then, um, yeah. she, she, um, you got to go through the system. Yeah. She says. And the bike, <laughs> the, the bike, bike rolls, its, rolls its headlights. <laughs> the bike is, is, because once again, she picks the bike up. She, she's the yeah, incredible we missed, Hulk, we missed another side plot. The bike up, right. She puts it in the back of her station wagon and, Jack's like, no, don't take the bike back. Because she's she's accusing him of basically stealing from the bike store. And he's like, no, I didn't steal. I talked to the bike owner and I said I'd give him 50 bucks for it. No, 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 no. Before that, she goes, goes, I didn't steal. Like, the bike's alive and it just followed me. And she's like, are you on dope? Right. (laughs) And so so he's like, you know, we got to do this. And she goes, no, you have to follow the system. Right. And then the bike rolls itself. It's just like, (laughs) like the, the 
eyes flash up and it flashes down. Even the bike's like, this is heavy handed. Uh, we're, we're not going through this bureaucratic red tape. <laughs> Who wrote this scene? So he takes the bike back to the bike store. Right. And then barters with the bike owner to be like, I'll deliver whatever Amazon delivers you have or whatever. Packages in the radio flyer cart. Right. In a radio flyer cart attached to the bike that he has to pay back. Right. Um, and then this side plot just goes nowhere. Like uh, it just—I think you see the bike like like shoot a package the, the off bike of its seat again. Does seat a delivery on its own, and the package probably like glass, and it just—it doesn't break or anything. <laughs> it just lands perfectly, and that's then you see that's it. Like there's no resolution again. there. She's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, yeah. "I'm paying off this bike with packages." And she's right. like, "Can I call the the bike store owner?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can call him." Like there's there's no reason <laughs> for this scene. Nope. At all, or the packages, or him getting the bike. Yeah, you can call him. Call him up. Because you know what? You could literally sink the bike in the middle of the ocean like the Titanic, and it would come back. No, it would just kid. come back. Yeah, it's just haunting it him. Fly. Kind of, it like, would fly in the air. Like it's the like a codependent carpet. relationship. That... Magic carpet. It's yeah. like the magic carpet. Mm, yeah. So, um, meanwhile... Mike's got, Mike's got one week to vacate, by the way. Hot dog. Yes, you're right. Uh, meanwhile... Um, His mom. J... 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 Jake and Jack, right? Jack, um, his mom has an interview for Hodgkin's bank. Yes. Right? And she goes in to interview with Mr. Hodgkins. And Creeper. he's being extremely creepy. He's like crawling across the couch. Champagne he's got his out. arm around. Yep, champagne out, being like, "Let's to talk. Let's talk about your uh, uh, future here at Hodgkins over dinner." You know? And you're like, "What?" She's just interviewing to be a teller, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the 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 sec like his secretary introduces like what was the janitor's interview her like, at the front door like when they meet at yeah. his office she's like she's got great resume and he's like I can see that yeah and you're like what, what that doesn't even make sense yeah and everybody's like not addressing it being like Mr. Hoskins you got to stop it's not yeah. That's right. That's no how Harvey got that. away with it. Um, so meanwhile, she's having this meeting. She's him. having this meeting, and I don't remember what causes Jake. Oh, they have another conversation where he's like, "You got to go through the system." He's like, "Some things can't be done through the system." And, and then the bike must have been on like some like bungee cords propeller or something because yes. like he gets sprung out of frame, and then there's Maisie and Mike just left there being like, "Now what do we do?" <laughs> and so the bike, with a mind of its own, decides the only way to end this is, is to. to Completely destroy the bank. Well, the bank. So the CEO of the bank, Mr. Hodgkins, has a model, uh, like in Zoolander. Uh, yes, of his bank, of the new bank. <laughs> he wants to build. He wants to build the bank where Mike's hot dogs is. And so uh, he shows up and he drives a dirt bike through the bank, yes. causing mass chaos. Yeah, and somehow it, none of what he does, he gets the child gets arrested for, or the mother charged. For any of this. Because that's how it should actually go down, right? Yes. They are literally, like, pretending every... That's just what I was saying about they 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 do not address that the bike is alive. They just immediately go for it. Everybody's just like, bike's alive. Let's lock it up. So the bike smashes through the door of this guy's, Mr. Hodgkin's office. Saves the mom because she's Saves about to mom. get raped. Yeah, it's the Matt Lauer <laughs> of... of of Hodgkin's bank, the owner, is so he, he takes this bike, dirt bike, and just rams it right into the model, smashes it into smithereens. And the guy's like, Who is this? And she, he, Jake, Jack's like, Mom. 
and he's like, is this your son? She's like, I might know him. What are you doing here? <laughs> it's like, what is this? this I can this, hear you. This writing is horrible. And so, uh, yeah, the, they just leave. Essentially, that's yeah. the next scene. And he's like, oh, you can't do the bike because you can't take this land because it's Mike's hot dog stand. Right. And then, um, so this is when the mom gives the speech of you got to go through the system. We actually jumped ahead because this is where he tries to okay. go to Hodgkin's actual mansion. Yep. Which, okay, I am so confused where this man's money is because they established later on in this movie when they look at his actual bank account, he has about $1,000 in the bank. Right. Now, I understand that you can put things on loans and sure. like mortgages and stuff like that, but you got to have a little bit of capital looks, to support this rich, lifestyle. But he does he isn't rich because he owns the bank. He's probably stealing people's funds, but we don't get into that. No, subplot. and that's where it should that's where the blackmail should really come from and the in this mansion, movie. Mansion, let's be honest, like it's not nah, it's like it, it's like Ferris Bueller's home from <laughs> Right. It's really it's not so, that fancy. It's just somewhere in upper Chicago. So we show up there and when you show up to the house, you see inside of the house before the kid knocks mm-hmm. on the door that there's this woman being uh, you know, sexually arrest. Yes, by him. <laughs> Maybe she's he's in a, a job robe. Interview, he's in a robe, just like Harvey, in the middle of the day. <laughs> and he hears a knock at the door. He goes after he harasses her. Goes and gets the kid. And the kid is like, "Oh, she is like, she is terrified. She is too. trying to escape." This is that's what I said. This is the Harvey playbook. Like this is actually how it played out for many like, a lady. I'm sorry. Goes <laughs> like, to the door. The kid's like, uh, "Uh, you need to not take Mike's hot dog stand because yeah. no one understands." And the the viewers of this movie don't understand. No, the audience, anyone in the movie. Why you're foreclosing on the hot dog stand? No, no, nobody understands. Like Mike's like, I've made all my payments. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you... <laughs> but, but but I'm not quite sure he has. Like me personally, don't I don't think yeah, like he. <laughs> that's not explained. <laughs> no. Um. So while this is happening, he's like, just get out of here, kid. And uh, uh, six. You think he's sicking his dog on on jack but he's actually sicking the dog to make the woman who's about to escape like back in her room and then kind of brushes off jack it's a pointless scene and all it does is establish that no like you can't go through the system you got to do it the hard way and this guy's super rapey and the guy's super rapey but this is like the last time he's super rapey yes well, so that never comes back but either. But not a chauvinistic, because that, that happens the right. next scene. So the, what the conversation of the door, the door is with the kid, Jack, is that Jack ends up being like, can I come to your board of directors meeting to talk about Mike's hot dog That's stand? right. That's and the how guy he... to, to Mr. Hodgkins to get Jack out of here is like, of course you can come. The kid's like, well, when is it? He goes, it's tomorrow. Get, get the hell out of here. here. I got towels to remove. I got, <laughs> I got women to assault. Yeah, right? So... Uh, Kid goes away. He goes, you know, he on, creepily kid, get goes out of here. Come room, on. And the woman has escaped because she smashed a she window smashed out a window. Yep. with a bottle of wine. Yep. And he's like, that's the second one this week. Yeah, or they, today. They take, they take harassment and assault so lightly in, in a child's movie. Yes. Yeah, but in a child's yes. movie that shouldn't even be there. Well, what does that teach children? <laughs> and we all learned, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Oh man, everybody's complacent with complacent with Hodgkins in this movie. Like nobody addresses it. Like you could actually, complicit. 
Oh, did I say? Yeah, it's I a do complacent. Yeah, They're I complacent too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, complacent, complacent. Yeah, they um, because nobody, nobody's turning him in. Nobody's addressing the situation. You don't and, say it to the boss unless it's twenty seventeen, bro. I know, but I mean, there. These are the things you could get him on, and instead, we're focusing on this weird. Um, Kind of, I guess. Uh, how do, how do we put it? Like, because the, the, we're about to get into like uh, the meat and potatoes, like like end of second act here, where they figure out why, like the, what he's actually doing by by hacking into the yeah, computer. But so he leaves right? the guy's house and he runs in the motorcycle gang again. Oh yeah, that's right. Big slime shows back up for no reason whatsoever. We don't know why. And then there's a chase that ends up on a pier, and two motorcycle guys go zooming into the water <laughs> and then he drives away and they're like oh, i'm gonna get you kid and why are they after the child because the because they're not hired by hodgkins till after this scene they're not even a real biker gang no so no, they're not the next scene goes to is like, max their son by the way uh, no but yeah max is somehow we'll get paid, there. yeah max yeah. is paid by hodgkins the guy from the original, the kid who had originally had the bike, is paid by Hodgkins to find the bike and this kid. Right. Because they're causing so much trouble for Mr. Hodgkins. Right. So, so the next scene. This is, the, this is uh, the first day that Hodgkins tries to demolish Mike's no, hot dog. No, isn't the next scene when he leaves? Because he said the board of directors. So the next scene, you oh, see yeah. him in a suit. No, I totally yeah. He's in a suit, and his mom's like, "Why are you in a suit?" And he's like, "Too busy right, to talk." Suit. And he just walks away from his mom, and he shows up. Mergers and, and acquisitions shows up at this board of directors meeting. Yeah, and they are voting when before he shows up. they're, yeah. they're voting on should we allow women on the Hodgkins official softball team? Yes, and that's they right. vote no. And then Mr. Hodgkins <laughs> says. Bye-bye, bimbos. <laughs> and you're like, this scene is not necessary at all, and it only I'm telling supports you, the fact the that... Write, the writer literally just had some like people to, to really be like, send a message home to. <laughs> this is for my hometown of Chicago. Like, this guy <laughs> just hates women. Yeah. And he makes it like, yep, that's how banks are run. And maybe in 1985, that's how they really run. It's terrifying. It is. Um, so then... Uh, Miss Macy, mm-hmm. Macy comes in and says, "Oh yeah, she's like you have a meeting Jack's with Mr. Jack." Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "I didn't have no meeting." And so, what do you think happens? Well, obviously, um, Jack realizes that you can't go and do things through the system, whoa, whoa. and that you have to do things the dirt bike way. So he gets on the dirt bike. <laughs> dirt bike Just goes to the bank again, smashes through a door. <laughs> oh, but you forget what? that. The people that are at that meeting this time uh-huh. uh, that are at the board of directors sure. meeting are the media and the press. That's right. So they see Mr. Hodgkins after he smashes the dirt bike on top of the board director's meeting table. Mr. Hodgkins grabs the throat of Jack. Yeah. And is about to he's murder about him. To do, <laughs> like, he's about to he's do like assault again. And they're taking pictures. And he's just like, they're like, what are you doing, Mr. Hodgkins? The media he's is like, I'm just uh, appreciating this young, fine, young boy. This here. is entertainment. Yeah. I wanted to entertain you, press, by having a kid destroy our <laughs> meeting and my model again. Yeah. And so they nobody up, questions anything in this movie. They come up with the agreement. Yeah. In that moment that uh, 
that they're they not. would look into other options right. to not destroy so Mike's hot dog stand. He no. just says, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to look into other options to not destroy the hot dog so stand. So he's taking pictures. Right. Mike, Mike from the hot dog stand shows up at the bank. I don't know why. He's just always appearing, by and the way. This is when the relationship and the romantic relationship kicks off between Macy and yes. Mike from the hot dog stand. Yes. Um, because this is where he's like, would you like to get a cup of coffee? And we were like, yeah, but who's going to pay for that coffee, Mike? Because Mike has no money because you're foreclosing on your hot dog stand for 79 cents. So then the next scene you see. Would you like to get a cup of coffee? You're buying. trying to demolish. Yes. So they they now, like, they they showed up. uh, Everybody has showed up to Mike's hot dog stand because a bulldozer has arrived and Mr. Hodgkins is like, uh, demolish it. And he's like, you promised. And he's like, yeah, I promised that I'd look into it. And there's no option. Sorry, pal. You know, like the typical bad guy thing. And this is um, where the dirt bike decides that it's going to have – Jack hop on board and then attach itself to a trailer. And when I say trailer, we're talking about like uh, a, a star wagon like trailer, like an yes. actual um, livable trailer right. here. Um, and then pulls the trailer out of the parking lot and into oncoming traffic and we're causes multiple fatalities. <laughs> and, and, and even in the movie, like the scene – like the trailer, it's a full on crash. Like there are cars crashing into this trailer that's and, made of paper mache. Yeah, much. well, it's the as same the kind of trailer as like that you'd put on like a Bigfoot like right. r- rally. As the car breaks, <laughs> I mean, as the trailer breaks apart, you're like, that's just paper. Oh yeah, it's straight up from like Blues Brothers. <laughs> It's just cars because because when cars hit a trailer, didn't you know they like, they actually have to like careen upwards and yes. onto their side but, but now, onto the trailer. Now the cop who also shows up has lost his patrol car. He's been demoted he onto a, a motorcycle, motorcycle with a sidecar. Yes, so he's chasing after the kid now because Mr. Hodgkins, who owns the police department, go get him, boys. But he's driving so erratically that like the third wheel, of the sidecar, isn't even touching the ground. It's awful. He, I don't remember what happens. He destroys the bike somehow. So somehow, um, Jack goes. Uh, there's one of those. Uh, tractor trailer trucks oh, that right. yeah. you know transport cars yeah. and like in all movies which we've I've never seen a tractor trailer actually be this way is when it's empty of cars of course the ramp is down and prepared for any car to launch off the back yes. of it <laughs> So he rides up on top of it. Yep, he and rides. Jack sails into the sky. Sails, yeah, bye, and does. He flies away, right? He actually and does through fly. the city and everything. Yeah. Whereas the cop just to the top, and he's like, "I better stop." He, and he stops because I'm not going to fly. Yeah. And then he calls. But him he could have the... made a cool jump. Well, then the chief is like, <laughs> "Where are you, there, Charlie?" And he's like, "I'm a got a seven forty seven up in the eight two four five seven on a truck." On top he of says, a truck. Well, why did he say on top of a and truck? And the chief's like. You better stay there. <laughs> and that's it. And then you see Jack flying through the sky diagonally yep, yep. Uh, with all the stock footage of the city. Mm-hmm. Lands. Next scene. So now he's back at home. Yes. And uh, Hodgkins and the police have now showed up at uh, Jack's house. Yes. Right? And he's like, I want that bike impounded. I want it arrested. <sighs> yep. This is the best scene in yep. the movie. Okay? Because, like I said, everybody treats this this bike like it's alive like it's real i mean it is alive and real but like nobody has ever been like 
is this thing alive? Maybe we should take it to, like, a lab and get it, like, investigated or, or something. Like, nobody addresses it. They just immediately, like, let's go, bike. <laughs> like, the cops escort, like, the bike and put it into a back of a van. And then in what – okay, there have been some ridiculous scenes of cinema in my time. But this takes the cake. Like, this – the bike is – we are we are shown a hallway of uh, jail cells, and the bike. There's one jail cell door uh, that's in the foreground here that the jail cell door is open, and the bike in a slow, sad music, <laughs> as if the thing is alive, is escorted down the hallway by a police officer, and then put into this jail cell. The door closed behind him, and all you see is its sad headlight eyes, mm. where it's like. But it doesn't make any sounds no. or noise. It's just it's the light. It's just there, and the the headlights are like doing some sort of sad emoting, and you're like, did it just because the people in the jail cells next to the bike being locked up are people? Right, they're human beings. They're <laughs> and there's this bike. They're like, what is this? No one dresses it. No. Next scene is is um Maisie bailing the bike out. <laughs> Jack just shows up and the police officer in the front's like hey. No, they call him. They oh, call, they call him. him up and they're like, Yeah, come down and come down and get your boy. <laughs> come down and get your boy. We're about to we're we're about to let Rico out of this prison. <laughs> bailing the bike is uh fifty dollars, so that'll be five dollars. But here's the problem is that Jack shows up and the first person he sees is, is hot dog Mike. And he's like, Mike, you did it and right. Mike, Mike doesn't like, say anything but he's like I don't really have any money. <laughs> and you next see Maisie come around the corner and she's like, but we, I can't stop Mr. Hodgkins from foreclosing on Mike's hot dog stand. Right? But I can free your bike from jail. <laughs> well, first off, that's no what one you want to has do. ever asked, does this kid have a license to drive no. the dirt bike? Well, I don't think you do need one for a dirt bike. In 1985, maybe you don't. No. I didn't think you did now. Uh, I thought it was a motorcycle. You can't ride dirt bikes in some cities. Right. So I don't know. So but can you fly him? Well, yeah, I think that's different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't need a license for that. You FAA just go for it. Has different standards. Right. Well, and the bike, the bike needs to get his own license because it's alive. So, so okay. <laughs> so the next scene is there's uh, Mike and Maisie are grabbing coffee. Right at this place, and in the back behind Mike, there's a sign. It's like there's a flyer public service announcement, like <laughs> tearing down of Mike's hot dog stand for the new bank. <laughs> Come and see it. Like what a great event that'll be. And the event when they show up is like ticker it's tape fully parade. catered, like fully catered balloons. <laughs> it's got, it's got uh, pennant banners all, all over the, the place. All the kids are dressed in their uniforms. They're you know half off financing, which uniforms. is also funny because the pennant banners and all the flyers and stuff are hung from, like, street lamps to Mike's place. So when it gets torn down, like, <laughs> the banners and all the everything has to then fall down on everybody watching. Like, it makes no sense So Mr. Whatsoever. Hodgkins asked for special permission mm-hmm. for the construction crew, the guys are setting up this event. To what? Remote to control? remote control <laughs> the front-loading <laughs> construction vehicle. It's a bulldozer. The bulldozer. Yeah. To destroy it. He wants to be able to control it. Now, you know, he it's too much. Then why doesn't he just drive it? it? No, that's too much. That would dirty his suit. <laughs> so he wants this remote. He has control. an RC car, like like we all had as kids, right. like that has just like, basically forward and back and left and right. I want to believe that they tried it with like the first Mister Hodgkins, the yeah. first Mister Hodgkins in the actual seat of it. 
but there was a stunt driver and someone died. And that's why they did the remote control. Because <laughs> they're like, this is too dangerous. Give him remote control to do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, while all this is happening, uh, the night before, and it, it kind of extends over into this morning. Uh, we kind of skipped over it. But Jack and Bo have broken into their school. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right? And they use their school's computer. No. Why? Hmm? Why did they break into the school? Because... Yeah. Jack and the bike get into a fight. Oh. <laughs> Jack and the bike. So he's riding yes, the bike back yes. from jail. And the bike like has his mind of his own. And is like, I'm not going to listen to you, kid. And Jack's like, I hate you, bike. Oh, that's right. Because the bike goes and rips down part of Mike's hot dog, like, construction fence. <laughs> It's like runs into the fence to knock it over like one last time. And the kid's like, I hate you. I never the want to bike's, see you again. The bike's like, we can't do this anymore. You're just getting me into trouble. So the bike rides away. The kid's left <laughs> the without bike the bike. The bike is basically like, go fuck yourself then. <laughs> so, like, so, I'm not going to play this game. So like, is, I'm here to make magic, son. The kid is crying. Jack is crying now. Ripping up the pages of his BMX magazine. Mind you, he's crying in the exact same frame and angle that he did, like, in the Christmas story. <laughs> like, he's just sobbing on a pillow. And the computer screen. Oh, yeah. Because he's got a computer's room in yes. 1985. Because his family's. His family can't make ends meet, but he's got a computer But in he's his got bedroom. a computer screen. So, so yes, the, it, the, is the screen... bike communicating with him. <laughs> okay, this is another power that we realize the bike has. He can basically, through the interwaves, <laughs> whatever, like, send out a source to computers and be like, I am a picture of a bike. <laughs> I am a picture of the telephone wires, which equal internet. And here's a picture of Mr. Hotskins. <laughs> like, of the it's... bank. It's like saying... Yeah, and it's flashing these three pictures of, and like... And then a picture of Mr. Hodgkin's... Internet bank, internet bank. Mr. Hodgkin's face. <laughs> and then the kid's like, oh, it did he a really wants good... me to go to a computer, right. hack into the bank as right. a middle schooler, mm -hmm. and figure out how we he can He figured out that somehow. Like, I, I've been like, telephone wires and a bank and... <laughs> And so his, 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 his buddy, what's his buddy's name? A uh, Bo. Bo is in like two scenes in the movie. Yeah, point Shows up. Right. He's they... supposed to be the comedic relief. Oh, by the way, Bo, like we said, is a pervert, but also is hitting on these like two other girls throughout the movie. Yes. And all their scenes fall flat where he's like hitting on them and you're like, you're too short. Yes. Right. So meanwhile, we're describing all of these side plots because the movie cares enough about you to make sure that everybody gets wrapped up by the end, and we'll get there. <laughs> yes. So, so they break into their high school or break into their middle mm -hmm. school, whatever it is. Yeah. And they get into the computer lab. Right. And then they hack. It, they don't show us the hacking. They thing. don't show us the hacking they just hack because into the bank. it doesn't make any sense. They ha hack into Hodgkin's bank, and first thing is, I would imagine it has no security. They know. say uh, so. First, Bo checks his own account because a middle schooler has a bank account. He's got thirty nine cents, right? And he says, "I think I had at least fifty. So he changes it to fifty, to 50 instead cents. of anything instead substantial, of a billion dollars, right? just fifty cents. But then, out of no, for no reason. Is like, you know what? The Widow White, which is this person we've never seen before. But she's a widow. Right? She's a widow because everybody calls her the Widow White. Like, that's got to be that's gotta be really shitty just to walk around town. Your and husband's like, dead. <laughs> just at how all you, times. How you doing? What up, Widow White? <laughs> never married again. <laughs> right? So he puts a million dollars into her bank account. Yeah. 
right? Because he's like, wouldn't it be funny if she, because she, like, the widow white always checks her bank account every day at the bank just to see, make sure her money's still there. And he goes, wouldn't it be funny if she just checked it and was like, well, a million dollars. So not me, a cool prank, Bo. Let me commit this act of fraud. <laughs> it's only a felony. Right. So he changes that. And then. Jack's like, well, here, here's what we're here for. Yeah. So let me look <laughs> like, into it. How about you not mess around with that? The most important plot point, which is not easily explainable. No. Is that okay. Mr. Mr. Hodgkins, uh-huh. correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, I will. Is trying to get the board of directors at the bank to buy, to, to foreclose on Mike's hot dog property and then buy that property for $500,000 from Hodgkins Realty. Right. Because Hodgkins Realty is basically, it's like a separate entity yes, of the company. It's like a separate LLC. He owns right. the realty portion. And because they find out in that scene that Hodgkins himself only has like $1,300, yeah. that he wants to sell the piece of property to the bank for $500,000 to make himself wealthy and put the bank there. It's not even that good of a deal. $500,000. So that's it. Like, that's the big aha moment of the entire movie of, like, why all this pain is being caused to Hot Dog Mike. Pain. (laughs) Mike made his own problem. Mike just seems like a loser. So He lost the game. He lost the stand. Let's, Let's make a printout. Is what mm-hmm. Jack says because a printout with a Scantron printer, like complete, <laughs> complete proof, complete proof. We've got the printout. Rip off the edges. We got blackmail. <laughs> Essentially, they're blackmailing Mr. Yeah. Hodgkins. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the next scene is them at the grand opening. Right um, now, uh, Mike's at the grand uh, opening. Maisie's at the grand. No, or, they're not yet. Not the they're, grand opening. They're... they're at the ribbon cutting for the new building of the bank uh, at Mike's hot dog. No, they haven't arrived yet. Right. Okay. Right. They're 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 basically like, let's go and stop them. They're about to do a jihad. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So Mike and uh, Maisie are in a pickup truck with all of Mike's hot dog baseball players in the back of the truck, and Mike is just like, "We're gonna get them. We're just gonna we're gonna drive this truck right into the stand." Like it's insane. Like and and Macy's just like she is now completely infatuated with Mike for no reason. She's not even sitting on her side of the truck. She's sitting in the middle and basically like on his arm. And she's like, "Yeah, let's go get him." What was that weird like sexual thing that they did? Like it got. It got really weird. It really got quickly. weirdly awkward and sexual out of nowhere. Um, so they show up at this ribbon cutting, and they're essentially protesting, like yelling out, "Save Mike's hot dog stand!" Yeah, and the crowd is like, "No, no!" And Mister Hodgkins gets all pissed off, and he's like, "We're not going to let this go!" And he yeah, gets the me, bulldozer. Okay, how is Hodgkins in charge of all the police? Because he, he pays them off. He owns all their mortgages. <laughs> he holds he, all, their, he's all ordering, their mortgages. He's ordering the chief. He's ordering everybody around in this movie. And I don't see how. He, like, he doesn't... But let's... So there's a fight that breaks out. Mm-hmm. But how is the fight started? Um, because people grab pies. and they begin, all these pies laying around. There are so many pies. It is a full-on catered pie fight that and happens. one of the, the Hodgkins Bank Little League team members yes i think it was the uh 0.05 financing <laughs> kid 11.5 yeah 11.5 yeah picks up a pie and throws it and he hits the hot dog on front of like the hot dog yes. figurine on top of mike's hot dog mm-hmm. stand truck yeah 
and then all of the kids jump out. Oh, it is on. His whole little league team from the hot dog stand jumps off. And then it's just a big pie fight. (laughs) There is more pie than I've ever seen at a normal party, let alone a demolition party. Everyone's pieing each other. (laughs) Uh, Flash sideways to what Jack's doing. Jack is trying to get across town. Yes. Right? And who's he running to? Big Slime. Yes. (laughs) Now, Big Slime... Has a uh, a show stopping line here, <laughs> which um, now did you you wrote it down like because we had some debate on what was it? Uh, I'm gonna stomp up and down on your face. <laughs> I think what it was. was it? I can't wait to jump up and down on your face. Right, and you're and like, you're like that's, that's not a phrase. That's weird and creepy. <laughs> right, or how about just jump on your face? Like, what is the up and down portion of your phrase? And why do you hate this kid? You tried stealing his bike. This is all. Also, in a moment like when the kid gets away from him this time, he's like, oh, God, I got to stop this business. What business? <laughs> like, so him and, him and Max are sorry. Yeah, oh, him that's and Max right. Oh, on the street with their bikes. Mind you, there was something we skipped where Hodgkins overnight was like hired, uh, basically got was like Max, which was the kid that sold the right. bike, uh, said, hey, uh, go get after Jack in this bicycle. He's causing me trouble. And Jack is like, I got people that can help me. And he like knows Big Slime. So we're not sure if, what How, that relationship is. Know. But now Max and Big Slime and all the gang uh, are chasing them. And then this is the only thing where he was like, I got to stop this business. I was like, what? The bounty hunter for hire, like child harassment business? <laughs> So Jack gets to the ribbon cutting. Just in time. Just in time because Mr. Hodgkins, after the pie fighting, sees, oh boy, some, you know, I've got to put this bulldozer on. So he turns the bulldozer on. It starts going from Mike's hot dog stand. And at the last moment, Jack shows up. And goes tired to uh, shovel. shovel (laughs) and, And the bike is peeling wheels and holding the bulldozer back. And pushing the bulldozer back. <laughs> it is making progress against the bulldozer. Jack goes, I'll, I'll fix Mr. Hodgkins. Yeah, I'll get Hodgkins. Like, he's talking to the bike, and he's like, I'll get Hodgkins. You hold the bulldozer off. So the bike holds the bulldozer <laughs> and off. And nobody's like, what is happening? And he goes over to Hodgkins to tell him that he knows about the bank thing. Yeah. And then somebody hits Hodgkins in the face with a pie. And then that's the end of that scene. Um, well, no. Okay. So the bike rams the side of the bulldozer. Like, it's like, oh, enough with this. I'm going to ram the side of it, which causes the path of the bulldozer to then, uh, go into Hodgkin's limousine, which is not paid off yet because he makes a weird side comment. Yeah. And it crushes the limousine. (laughs) Crushes the limousine. And then Hodgkin's is like, oh no. Right. And then somehow gets on the back of no, the bicycle? The bike, the bike backs up, like, underneath of him. Oh, yeah. And so he's facing backward on the bike. While Jack is on the on other it, side. And then they peel wheels out. Chase ensues. And there's a chase. And there's, like, a long, like, it's five-minute-long chase. And, and basically, they have the same dialogue, just re-scripted, like, five times about being like, I'll do anything, just get me off of here. And then he's like, anything I will do if you will let me off of here. Like, it's the same dialogue, just redone, and the same shots, even. Like, and it's so stupid, because it's like, just jump off. Kid ends up on the top of a hill, says, okay, Mr. Hodgkins, fine. Bike stops, ejector seat. He gets ejected. (laughs) Not before they, they, like, they're riding around an actual dirt bike course. 
just yes. for just just well, just for extra bouncy. shits and giggles in this him. movie to make it really bouncy. Yeah. His butt's gonna hurt. <laughs> oh no! Throws him into the water. Right. And then Hodgkins makes a comment like, "That sticks moving in the water." Yeah. Because he's Get afraid me out of snakes of here. now. Too, yeah, I guess so. Didn't know. Yeah, he's afraid of sticks. And it's awful. This whole movie's awful. So after this. The movie basically like Hoskins is like I'll do anything like and he's like do you agree to not tear down the stand he's like yeah we'll come to a compromise and I'm like didn't you guys already agree to this like halfway through the movie and then so um the movie decides that we're going to flash forward now and here's why it was so important to establish all these extra characters because this movie says everybody's going to ask what happened to big slime to what happened to the chief of police every character. and every single character so i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna go down the list okay. right okay. and you're gonna tell me yep. right okay so first off what happened to jack's mom jack's mom uh doesn't it doesn't get explained she sets up the grand opening of the Mike's Mike's hot dog, she decorates everything. It's beautiful. Mike comes out. And it's kind of creepy to her. Yeah, like he's hitting on her, and then uh, so, he makes a comment like, "You did great decorating." And she's like, "Yeah," and I got like a whole bunch of new clients from doing this. And you're like, "You don't know." What so job she's she has. become an interior decorator. That that was never she's established. A professional prostitute. I don't know what it is. <laughs> then she's oh, that's like, right. Because like, later in the earlier in the movies, is she has a late night, night interview. interview. So they're like, <laughs> now she's a lady of the night. Okay. So he's like, come in and see Maisie. Okay. He goes so, inside. Now, uh, what has happened to Mike? Mike has his stand he back. He got the hot dog stand And they're back, doing right? a grand opening. And they're doing very successful for a, a grand, grand opening. Reopening. Grand yep. reopening. Yep. Okay. What has happened to Maisie? So he says, <laughs> this hey, is my favorite one, to uh, Jack's mom, come on inside. She comes inside to the shop to see Maisie set up decorations. And she turns... <laughs> And there's on her, she's pregnant, and on her belly is like Mike's junior or Mike's no, baby. No, it just says Mike's, Mike's with Mike's, an arrow pointing down like to, to make the sure stomach. that everybody in the audience knows she didn't bang some other dude. This Mike got her pregnant just... in a week, and she's six months along. <laughs> like this grand reopening well, took this, six months to play. Yeah, this movie, this movie shows the passage of time really well. It's horrible. With the pregnancy shows the entire passage of time, basically. Yes. Right. Okay. So, like so, somewhere in like six to eight months, we're in because she's ready to bop. Because a hot dog stand, it takes a really long time to get back up. Uh, apparently. <laughs> so, oh no, okay. It apparently takes a really short time to get up the the big reveal here. Right. Right. Okay. So, okay, what has happened to Bo? Bo, uh, his <laughs> the fact that I'm mentioning Bo and you have an answer. Bo Bo shows up, <laughs> uh, walking through the front of the hot dog store uh, outside with the two uh, girls that he's been hitting on. Yep. On each of his side. And it What's this says, thing? It's just short, <laughs> short as uh, sweet or something. No, it says something like uh, "great things come in small packages" or something like that on his shirt. And you're like, we didn't know that that was an issue. That was what? So that's Bo. He's got two okay. girls now. What has happened to the chief of police? The chief of police is now the head of security. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, for Hodgkins. For Hodgkins. That's right. Now, what has happened to the bumbling police officer? The bumbling police officer. 
He is now Mr. Hodgkin's chauffeur. Is now the chauffeur. Right. Mr. So what actually what happened to the original chauffeur? Well, I can tell you what happened. He was in the limo when it got crushed <laughs> by the construction vehicle. And he's dead. <laughs> that's, that's Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Um what has happened to Big Slime? Uh, yes, what has happened to Big Slime? Big Slime. Well, let, let's go. It's also let's, pretty much security, right? I'm trying to think if there's anybody else mm. that we're leaving out. I don't think there is. I don't think so. But Big Slime, uh, you see, well, you see Mr. Hodgkins arrive at this grand opening. Right. Now, what has happened to Mr. Well, Hodgkins? Mr. Hodgkins had a deal with Jack okay. that he would be there at the grand reopening of the hot dog stand mm-hmm. wearing a hot dog costume, which is probably one of the nicest manufactured oh, yeah. designed hot dog costumes I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's wearing it, steps out of his limo, and he uh, standing there. And he's really sad because he doesn't want to be in this costume. And he goes up and makes the speech to Grand Reopen. And then you see Big Slime walk up and say, Mr. Hodgkins, I'm really sorry that I'm late for my first day. Yeah. As a bank teller. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> and he's wearing his earring. Mr. Hodgkins grabs his earring off of his ear and throws it, it on the floor. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> and you see the screen or the, the zoom or the, the camera pans out. And he built the bank right behind the hot dog stand. <laughs> so it's this huge bank in six months that would have taken three years to build. But, it, yeah. It comes up. And it also doesn't make any sense that, like, Mike's hot dog stand is in the front entrance of the bank? There's parking for, like, ten people, too, yeah. in the parking lot. And, <laughs> and all all parked limos instead. And that's the movie. Yeah. That's it. That really is it. Wrapped up. That's it. Oh, wait. Wait. Wait, what has happened so, at the hot to dog, the bike? At the hot dog ceremony. Because we forgot. They cut the ribbon. They open it up, right? Well, prior to this, the bike so Jake, loses its... After, yeah, it loses its powers after... After it puts Hodgkins in the water. Yes. It loses its powers. Just lo- he's just like, turns I off. guess it's just lost its powers. But then his mom and him have a conversation like, you told me a long time ago, but not in this movie, <laughs> yeah. that magic is inside of me. Yeah. And once I find it, not no one can take movie. it away from me. And she's like, yeah, I did tell you that. You told so, me long ago in just the kid. The bike didn't need the magic. <laughs> or the kid didn't need the magic. Or has the magic in himself. Yeah. And so the bike leaves. Mm-hmm. Well... No, it doesn't the leave. The life of the bike leaves. Right. And then it's just a normal bike until this moment right here, right? And right. then what happens to Mr. Miyagi? Mr. Miyagi shows up at the hot dog <laughs> opening, like appears behind the corner, uh-huh. and there's a kid like, wow, what a great bike. And the guy's like, "Basically, it just needs its own special kind of kid to ride right. it. And, and the kid's like, okay, and he gets on it. He just steals the bike. And it becomes alive again. But and he just steals starts... the bike. He doesn't yeah, ask anybody right? for it. Nobody, nobody was like, uh, like even Jake, uh, Jack. Jack wasn't like, hey. Um, you're stealing my bike. You're stealing the bike. No, right. Jack's like, hey, I don't need it anymore because I've got these really good hacking skills. And now I'm a, multi, he's like, I'm you, a multi-millionaire. Yeah. You owe me 50 that. bucks for that bike, son. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucks. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. They literally freeze fame on the kid riding by on the bike, high-fiving um, Jack. And that's and it. That's it. <sighs> so would you um, would you recommend this movie? No. Not at all? Nope. Nope. Not even, not even just uh, in the background? I would say if you do listen to the show, listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, don't even see the movie. Well, yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would definitely it's recommend shorter. this. This is shorter than the movie. Who, uh, you, you know our W's. What, uh, what, who, if, if somebody had to, what would you recommend it? Like, uh, like, like for me, I mean, it would be, 
on it. I can't. I can't recommend this movie. No, <laughs> like it's, it's just an awful movie. Yeah, there's so much better, so many better things to be watching. Yeah, <laughs> so much better content. Um, did you find any? Uh, I found I found uh, some uh, reviews that I uh, <laughs> that I'd like to uh, read out loud here. Uh, just some basically like ten star reviews. Uh, ready? Yep. This was posted back in two thousand. Yep. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one that, that was labeled brilliant here. So let's get into that. Oh, I like this one. Yeah. This is on Amazon. Yeah. Um, this is January 27th, 2017. So almost a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, three stars. Yeah. And it says bought for a friend and he loves it. Okay. But three stars. <laughs> <laughs> or this... I, I'm not exactly sure. Like I've never seen it, but. Two, he loves this it. This one's two stars. Mm-hmm. Title, eh, it's okay. And then the comment is, okay, not the best. <laughs> Do you have any uh, four st- or five stars or anything? Five star. Okay, okay. Big kid happy. Took me back to childhood. This was October 26, 2016. I got one. Uh, here it is. Brilliant. I recently saw the movie on the Disney Channel, and I thought it was magnificent. After seeing this movie, I think there should be a flying bike in all of the movies. I give it 40 stars out of 40 stars. (laughs) One of my most favorite movies of all time. Anyone who likes this one should see Cop at a Half and Problem Child 1 and 2. (laughs) So they just live in a world. (laughs) They watch horrible movies? (laughs) This one, April 1st, 2016. Yeah. Great family film from the 80s. Mm -hmm. 1985 great comedy family film. Peter Billingsley, in parentheses, plays the character as Jack in this funny comedy. A lot of good lessons for kids in this story. An awesome (laughs) find on Blu-ray. What lessons? It was on Blu-ray? What lessons? (laughs) Well, the lessons of uh, basically (laughs) you gotta play by the system (laughs) And make sure God. if you're going to hack that you know exactly what you're doing and you're an A student, not a D student. Yeah, learn how to hack yeah. a bank and you'll be um, fine. So I got one more here. Ready? The greatest movie ever. Man, I can't get enough of this movie. It's genius. A flying bike? Who came up with this brilliant idea? I've seen this movie 10 times, and I think it gets better with every viewing. Check it out today. Ten times. You know who wrote that? Peter Billingsley. (laughs) Dad. Bo. Dad. Dad. (laughs) Loved it. Well, that's another thing. Like, there was was actual parents who had their child as a child star in this movie who had to sit through this movie. In 1985, though, it's a Uh, different time. Yeah. People loved it. But it's it's going to be 2018. Yeah. Don't watch this movie. Yeah. No, don't. Don't watch it unless you literally have nothing else to do. And if that's the case, go walk outside. Yeah. <laughs> Just do something with your life. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, got, I, I, I did find another 10. Okay. I did. Okay. Last one. I swear. Okay. okay. 10 out of 10 stars. One of the best movies of the 80s. Don't listen to the above, <laughs> which means he read the other ones. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, boy. <laughs> um, this is one of the best preteen 
teenage movies of the mid 80s. Oh, pre-teen teenage movies? Oh boy. Okay. So, while watching this movie today as an adult, you see the flaws, but as a kid, this movie has it all. So, <laughs> he's basically saying it's actually bad, but as a kid, I thought it was good, right? Uh-huh. Uh the kid who serves as the hero, the evil bank villain, the baseball team, the hot mo- hot mom. <laughs> What? She was a Goldie Hawn ripoff at best. Um, if you want to escape life for two hours, this is an hour and a half movie. <laughs> this is one of your best bets to do so. Great time for kids and adults alike. Peter Billingsley and his motorcycle are one of the best duos of all time. <laughs> Watch this movie. Save Mike's doghouse. Yeah. Don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let that go up in flames. Yep, that just about does it for uh, here. Here, by the way, I'd like to thank my guest today, Jordan Hadfield. I really appreciate you coming out. Yeah, it was a pain to watch this movie. So uh, thanks. Well, yep. Thanks for having <laughs> well, me. Well, thank you for putting your entire family through this. It was yeah. uh, it was a test. Yeah, they no longer love me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. Uh, just want to make sure that everybody knows that if this is your first time listening, you can find us uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bombs Away Show. You can also write us. Uh, we all always love to comment and read out what you guys thought, and you can uh, send those personal emails, contact at bombsawayshow.com. And if uh, this is your first time, please make sure that you write a review, subscribe, uh, rate, review, and subscribe is always the most important things we can put out there. Uh, Jordan, you have anything to promote? Team Jarrett. Team, Team Jarrett. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Are we? Is, is there a, it's like a, a split now? <laughs> Team Jarrett. That's yep. who I'm for. You're, oh, man. Because I'm like, I like I'm sitting in his chair. Yeah. I'm just keeping it warm for him. That's all I'm doing. Nice. Okay. Yes, Jarrett will be back next week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for Bombs Away, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jarrett Standen. Jordan. <laughs> and <laughs> I got... <laughs> is there a phrase for this movie? Uh, it is like they say, the more ounce, the more bounce. <laughs>John here from the Bonds Away podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about the place where we record. That's right, the Frida Cinema. What is the Frida Cinema? Well, it's a program of the Long Beach Cinematique here in California, and it serves Santa Ana and neighboring communities as a nonprofit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. But it's so much more than that. Guys, not only do they screen amazing films here, but they also hold out-of-this-world special events. And when we're talking about special events, we're talking about shadow casting. Shadow casting, if you don't know, is where actors perform in front of the movie that you're seeing. And they have costumes, and they're doing audience participation, and it is just an amazing event. The shadow casting that we do here is films such as Rocky Horror or Little Shop of Horrors, or Repo the Genetic Opera, or even The Forbidden Zone. Wow, The Forbidden Zone. Like, when's the last time you saw that? 
Or maybe shadow casting isn't your thing, but what about rooftop cinemas? That's right. Right on our rooftop, we do special screenings of throwback movies that you love, including Ghostbusters or the current Beauty and the Beast, Guardians of the Galaxy, or even Jurassic Park. And that's not the only thing with these rooftop cinemas. They also have special people that show up, special guests, including the Orange County Ghostbusters and their vehicles and their costumes, or maybe Jurassic Park and the Jurassic Park Jeep. You ever gotten a photo with any of these things? I have, and it's because I was there at these events. So if you're looking for special events to go to or like out of this world, just crazy audience participation things like Scott Pilgrim and with lights and sound and like things that you've never even seen before, go to the Frida Cinema. You can check out the Frida Cinema locations, filming, schedules, and everything entertainment-wise at www.thefridacinema.org. Or you can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for the filmmakers, for the filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Yeah.